0: Hello all and welcome back to Show Gals, the show where Ollie and I watch terrible, terrible
1: reality television and report back to you. Hi everyone, how have you been? We say this every episode, but it has been a while. It has been a very long while this time. Do we even have a second podcast anymore?
0: Who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's hard to tell. We definitely have one. One is consistent. That is Gin Gals. That is not this show. No, Uh, (laughs) But we've been busy We've had things to do People to see Ollie got me a job where I get to colour for two hours And get a hundred bucks per hour I'm pretty fucking happy about that
1: I got to go to New Zealand for work recently, which was not actually that exciting because I worked for most of that time. I did work in a stand next to someone who was on Celebrity Treasure Island, which you may remember us breezing past a few episodes ago. That is so much fun. I I didn't say anything because I was really starstruck. She's also like... An actress on New Zealand's uh, Home and Away, Shortland Street, but then she was also an actress on Home and Away. Well, of course she has to be,
0: because you have to be a celebrity of some description to be on Celebrity Treasure Island. Exactly. And
1: there you go. That That's her deal. She's very <laughs> charismatic, though, and I was like, I just wish I had your charm and charisma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she
1: backs away slowly, the restraining order's in place. And you're back with us in Australia. (laughs) And I ask myself, why does this always happen? (laughs) So, uh, today's show, basically, it's a chop and change version of Snog, Marry, Avoid. Yes,
0: but, okay, so Snog, Marry, Avoid came out when our culture was not so much into body positivity, like, that's a word that's only really been around for the last, what, five years or so. And... Back in the day, it was way more fun to just shame people about not being a beauty ideal, and it was kind of funny. And now, with 100% hotter, you still have that tradition of shaming people, but because we are a body-positive, conscious culture now, it's meant to be more helpful to be
1: shamed by strangers? Yes. Yeah. You should always fall into society's beauty standards. Yes.
0: This show was in no way triggering for me. No.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. It's completely healthy. (laughs) We should all look like gorgeous supermodels. We should all have enough money to buy
0: all the kinds of foundation and contouring stuff and blush and everything on top of that. And have a hairdresser on hand all Mm. the time. Yes. So basic premise you have your person who has willingly come there like they they have someone who nominates them to be on the show but they're all willingly on the
1: show i didn't see any like suspicion of a gun off camera yeah
0: or even people who were super hesitant to be on this kind of show but like it's these kinds of shows have been around for so long now mm. that you kind of get it as either it's a free makeup Thing for you uh, launching part for your career in whatever kind of entertainment industry or just something to do to say that you've done it so it's not really as gun to the head you must change your outfit because people realize that they can change them back later yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I'm really. I... let's skip to a fun part yeah. let's skip to the signature cocktail
0: yes um, oh god yes drinking
1: fuck yeah it's, right. it's gin martini and we made it because it was what I had in the house.
0: Mm-hmm. Classic. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Yes. No, we made a gin martini because we like gin martinis mm. and we don't have to change to please fucking anybody.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you could find a deeper meaning in it. <laughs> hey, I have a visual arts degree. I can make meaning out of anything. You're putting it to great use.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so there's poor these poor people they've been nominated by their friends if you can call them friends and then they're like you I like my look what's wrong with my look says the woman in next to nothing and the punk chick because who the fuck cares that's what they feel confident in mm-hmm. and I hate this show uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is you have to prove to people that the things that they wear that they like and feel confident in and are happy and You have to prove to them that everyone else in the world thinks they're fucking despicable. So take photos of them, take them out onto the street to give to the most boring looking people I've ever fucking seen. The general public? Yes, the general fucking public. Okay, the thing is, if you showed a photo of someone who is like really scantily clad, lots of makeup, hair extensions and whatever to your average person on the street who is just wearing jeans and a t-shirt and a respectable cardigan, uh, chances are that person's aesthetics aren't the same as the person who's in next to nothing mm. because they're different people. Because they're, the, the whole beauty standard is bullshit and not having to please the plebs is a thing that you can choose to do and it's a hard
1: thing to do and I respect them for that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. On that, I would also be completely mortified if any of my friends tried to sign me up for one of those shows. And were like, just like, you look like shit all the time. I know I'm your friend, but you could be a better person if you were just a little bit better looking by societal standards. Yeah. There is one
0: One of the women who we watched, she was having trouble getting a job as an air hostess because she, she was dressing like she was dressing Jordan. Like, yeah. It's very, yeah, like your average Geordie Shore contestant. Actually, yeah, no, let's pledge not to comment on these people's bodies or looks as much as we can because yes. I think the show has done that enough and no, I will bad. have no part in it. So, yeah, then get, getting these strangers to rate their look out of ten because, you know... Public humiliation is always helpful. Public humiliation and such a standard kind of beauty scale as well. Like, you know, the amount of times you hear a man saying she's a nine in, in life is just... I would, I would love for that scale to just explode. But Jess, uh, don't you need to know where you rate right on a scale of one to ten? As a solid six, I do not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is my power as a six. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Trini and Susanna as we were watching that because I think that was possibly the most damaging change program from back in the day yeah do you remember where they would like get a person and put them in this like infinity box so it was just surrounded by mirrors and they would leave them in there in their worst outfit until they cried and admitted that they
1: were ugly that's like torture it was torture. <laughs> do, you- do you know what the thing i've realized in watching these is that they actually use really similar techniques as cults do and mm. like in ways of like trying to control you like yeah they'll break down what you think of yourself to try and rebuild you but to their their version of you and yes their- they are more malleable version of you where they have the control of you. It's, it's, I have been <laughs> reading into a lot of cults and stuff lately, but it is bizarre how like many other factors of society use the same kind of brainwashing techniques and breaking down tools. That is such an interesting
0: point And absolutely yeah. true because it is <laughs> the whole, like, do you realize how wrong you are? Do you realize how wrong you are? Everyone like, thinks you're disgusting. Yeah. No, like that scene from uh, that Jesus camp documentary comes to mind where it's Like just guilt this kid for having looked at Harry Potter for 10 minutes
1: so much that he's crying and begging God for forgiveness. It's fucked up. Yeah, they're basically saying you're always going to be complete shit unless you take everything we say as gospel. Yes.
0: And the thing is, so the woman who was a bit of a punk like had a big colourful mohawk that I thought looked amazing. Her makeup was amazing. Yeah. That's the thing. These people go on these shows to be the most opposite ends of the spectrum like they really like get into their craziest outfits and then get fixed which is just a standard outfit and it's just because it's the contrast of it if I swear if either of these women rocked up in what they would wear on any given day it granted might be not in line with um, classical beauty standards but it probably would be a a little bit more tame
1: than what they were both wearing when they came in they were both basically
0: wearing like their club
1: outfits like yeah. what you're gonna wear on a saturday night when you're going out with your friends which is
0: fair the woman who had albinism so like very little pigment in her skin and yeah. uh, hair she was constantly asking them questions which i thought was very interesting like it really just felt like she had never had that talented a makeup or hair artist. Like playing with her because the thing is, like, I I've learned a lot over the years over watching YouTube tutorials Hmm. and having makeup artist friends and whatnot. And if I had the magic lantern of an absolute fucking industry expert, I could, you know, probably like you know up my game quite significantly. But ultimately, that's a very cost costly procedure. Yes, absolutely, (laughs) and not necessary. So many ways. like yeah. yeah. And, like, I don't know, I just hate the way that these shows kind of make your body a problem to fix, mm. which is fucked. The problem is that for a long time, for particularly, like, uh, people of size, was that they just weren't making the fucking clothes. There yep. were no clothes to be had, so there was no option but to wear the shitty things. Or to just, like, make your own, which is bullshit as well. And even then, for, like, like people with average bodies, like, there's not... Like, there's the ideal and not much else.
1: The Especially, like, the 2000s. Mm. The 2000s are a hideous, hideous offense <laughs> to anyone who was larger than a size 8. And I am talking specifically about low-rise jeans. Low-rise jeans! Oh, that was a bad time. My motherfucker. And, yeah, but, and if you want
0: well-fitting clothes, you either need to spend a significant amount of money to have them be fine or you had to like get them and then have them tailored, which is also an expensive
1: experience. It's like the world is punishing you. It for was choosing like or like just being different yeah. to like
0: I'm a big girl now, but when I was a teenager I was like a solid like size fourteen or mm. sixteen. That's not large really and I remember never being able to find clothes that fit me and even like these days like granted I'm larger so it's harder it it, it, it just is what it is like in in different eras it, it's been vastly harder for people to find things that physically fit them I haven't been able to wear jeans for
1: years oh fuck jeans I don't they're own just, a pair of pants. I, I hate how people describe them as, like, the comfortable outfit because I'm like, there is nothing less comfortable for me to wear than fucking jeans. Yeah, they're just they're pressing, so restrictive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, if you've ever had, a, like, a dude
0: sitting next to you and having any kind of uncomfortable, they're bloated or, like, an erection or anything, jeans aren't comfortable. Jeans are terrible for no, everybody. Yeah.
1: They're, they're the worst. Yeah. Let's deny the denim line. <laughs> We're all about them. <laughs> Indeed we are
0: <laughs> I just I just really wish they hadn't Done the body shaming Like forcing yeah. that, that woman to go out Onto the street with her friend With a photo of her done up And her standing there with no makeup on And asking people on the street Do you prefer the natural or the made up look And then people going, I prefer the natural, I prefer the natural, I prefer the natural. As, of course, you would say that to someone who's standing right there. And once again, they're asking the same basic bitches off the
1: street. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You're not asking people who are into the same, like, you know, subculture and stuff that she might be into. And on top of that, I think the worst part of that was when she first entered in her, like, bodysuit. The uh, host's reaction was to physically recoil, which is so harmful. Like, they were just like, oh, your body just offends me. The fact that you're willing to show it is disgusting. Like, what kind of message do you really want to put out in the universe? (laughs) Because the thing is,
0: I'm like, you know... I enjoy a good makeover as much as the next girl. Grew up on Little Mermaid, Sailor Moon and all that sort of shit. I like people transforming. It's I a thing that I enjoy. Ease
1: fashion police?
0: Yeah. Growing up. But there's the thing, you can do the whole transformation thing or a, hey, let's try something new thing without having to shame that person into submission to begin yeah. with. Particularly if you're offering them a free makeover. Like, I really don't give a fuck if someone's going to give me a f- bunch of free makeup that is catered to- specifically to me. Like, yeah, cool, whatever, I'll do that. But it just reminds me of, um... So I, I, I do occasionally watch those YouTube BuzzFeed articles about women. Like, uh, uh, there's one uh, particular channel called, like, Ladylike or something along those lines. And they do things like wear corsets for a day or wear hoop skirts for a day and then oh, talk God. about how they find them. Um, and sometimes they'll just they'll swap styles so one of them will style the other one and they have to like live with each other's beauty routine for a day or whatever and these are like mindless videos but they're very body inclusive got lots of different like LGBTQI people uh, lots of people of color involved and it's more so let's have fun with fashion in let's see what you look like with big purple lipstick and tell me how you feel about it and whether or not you would do it again sort of thing and I am very well aware that this show is just trying to sell me shit I know it, it's very yeah. very obvious and they're trying to do it by making me feel like included by the different body types by uh, like appealing to my sense of play with fashion but also with my sense of inadequacy it is playing the same game as the this show Mm. but it does it without shaming the person to begin with and they talk way more about hey
1: I have all these scars here this is where I got them from this is what I think Mm. about them blah 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 and yeah that's the thing the humiliation factor just seems really cruel and unnecessary like there's no actual need for it except for to make the person feel stupid and like everything they were doing up until this point was wrong
0: you don't have to break people to convince them to take free shit yeah like And that is just mockery for the people who are sitting at home being like, oh, doesn't that person realize they're a fucking mess?
1: It's just like, I don't know, maybe they were perfectly happy until their friend nominated them. <laughs> friend with quotation mark. Yeah, uh, it's just, it's so dated. It's and then, so incredibly dated. And this is this part of me that i really conflicted with as well because i really enjoy watching these shows oh i can't do it i yeah no i've always enjoyed them and i think it's because like the patriarchy has really really messed up my self-image and the way like i view my own value in society and stuff Mm. still unpacking that oh yeah that is like years worth of damage and it's (laughs) gonna take a while and a lot of therapy but (laughs) anyway (laughs) but no there is this like sick part of me that does really enjoy these shows and I. Yeah. I but
0: there's the thing, I, li- I like the transformative element of it when they were actually like talking about makeup and what works and what doesn't. Because, you know, who doesn't like to feel beautiful? And I respect that. And I think the thing about this show is it doesn't have the balls to be as cruel as something like Snog, Mary, Avoid, no. where it is like literally
1: freak shaming. Where Pod is just like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm a robot, so I can say these things objectively. Exactly. And a female robot as well, because if. If POD had a male voice before. Oh my god, if POD was just, like, a nagging mystery bot. <laughs> it's, what, it's what POD is! No, is They've what just, Pod like, is. given her feminine yeah.
0: pronouns so that we can't say that. Like,
1: <laughs> It's fine, I too. I'm a woman, so I can tell you that you're a useless piece of shit.
0: Yes, and even then, people go on that show specifically villaining it. I don't know, like, just the, the sense of farce in it, it just feels unnecessary for me now. Back in the day, yeah, POD was kind of funny to watch... Because I feel like another thing that the patriarchy does very fucking well is making you not only feel bad about your own body, but have a stake in talking about other people's. In particular, like I've realized that when it comes to women of size, my brain as a teenager and as a young adult would always be like, yeah, I'm big, but I'm not like her big. I'm big, but I'm not, like, repulsive big. Or I'm, you know... And it's just a way of passing judgment on other people of size oh, yeah. in a really fucked up manner. And I am trying not to do that.
1: And But yeah. it's hard when it's been, like, ingrained in you by society. Like, mm. it's just your natural... Like, the way that you're sort of conditioned to think. God, this show is really unpacking a lot. I know, (laughs) I know. I haven't watched something like this in such a long time. But This is, again, where I think we're giving the show a lot more context than... And like a lot more, we're giving it a larger conversation than it deserves, <laughs> probably. True, true, because
0: it's it, yeah, it's like it's not even that bad of an offender in this no. kind of genre because it can't be now. Whilst that's kind of positive, at the same time, it's just like why make this show? Just have a yeah. make
1: like have a makeover show. Have makeover makeover shows over show, where it's just like. You call out to a group of people and just say, "Hey, do you want to see what you could look like with professional stylist and like makeup artist and hairdresser? We won't humiliate you because you're fine as you are." I don't see what like what the harm is, and I would be just as interested to watch that if it was just like normal people who look like me who like can't be fucked wearing makeup in their nine to five day job. And to be fair, the stylists aren't as horrendous as Trini and Susanna because Trini and Susanna were
0: trying to turn everybody else into Trini and Susanna. Um, oh, and who
1: wants to be them? No, they're very miserable people.
0: Oh. I also like yeah, so I remember so explicitly there's the one where the Infinity Mirror Box of Shame, but there was another one in particular where it was an older woman who had a younger husband, like twenty years between them. Good and for her. they did a yeah, they they did a makeover of both of them because he was still dressing like very young and and she was dressing quite mature. Right. And it just ex- exacerbated the difference in their ages. He was still dressing like a teenager because he was in his early 20s, and she was dressing like a 40 year old woman, and it made the age difference seem more intense. So they did this massive kind of like change up, and I remember, I can't remember which one it was, I think it was like Susanna crying bitterly because she was realizing how soulless her marriage was, and how these people actually loved each other. Oh god, that's amazing. <laughs> it was so... And I was just like, yeah, I feel fucking cruel for saying it, but I'm just like, god, you guys don't know what trauma you put me through as a 14-year-old. Yeah. yeah.
1: But no, there was so much of that stuff, and especially in like the 90s and the 2000s, the whole thing was, it's totally fine to laugh at fat people, or mm. people who are not attractive because it's their own fault, and they should feel ashamed yeah. about it. Shouldn't they be following these rules? We can't wear this with that. It's just like, well, no, just because eat half there's a not a, a day Day and you'll oh, be fine Fucking god. go on diet pills it's totally fine that it's like full of speed and will make you insane <laughs> okay also for a hundred percent hottest credit for the one episode I watched they didn't
0: body shame they were trying to work with people who like had different body types and were just you know showing them different ways that, that they could dress themselves mm. and also kind of catered to that person's style not trying to completely like uh, dissolve that person's personality So that's kind of what annoys me the most about this show it's just like if you take away the shittiness of it it's just like three industry professionals doing quite a good job on people who can't afford these makeovers anyway
1: you know what it might just be the uh, shitty salty person inside me but the thing that annoyed me the most about this show was that their hair expert who I would describe as a Australian poor man's Jonathan Van Ness mm. had a lot of flyaways and it just really irritated me because it's like you have the magic of television I'm sure you can edit that out or just I don't know put some coconut oil in your hair and just pat it down enough well the we stylist show. who kept going on at
0: everyone for wearing black was wearing all black all, all the, the time.
1: time and it was just like no you don't get to do that when you're in an entirely black outfit, mm. and also black clothing is really oh. easy to wear, and it goes with everything. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't know the irony of saying that when I live in Melbourne. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but they're but, in fucking
0: London. Come yeah, on, like, come
1: on, fashion goth.
0: Two fine. sides of the same coin here. Really, <laughs> it was. Not the most offensive thing I've ever seen in my
1: life, but it was annoying. It didn't enrich me in any ways. I, I will saying. not watch more of it. <laughs> I watched most of it.
0: I know, and that's <laughs> fair. It's a guilty pleasure. That's fine. It's I will a very watch. Very guilty pleasure. I'm gonna give you ladylike videos, and you can enjoy how much they are very aware of not hurting people and it's very refreshing for something that is just trying to sell me lipstick Yeah. Uh, but also yeah, great clothing brand suggestions for plus size girls I've like got some lovely things on the oh. way for my birthday mm-hmm. alright, so we are actually holding a party hostage no, sorry <laughs> uh, we are actually holding a party
1: hostage at Ollie's <laughs> place right now I was just like, wait are we doing an official like, show gals event and I didn't know about it? fuck like, I know I drink a fair bit, but Jesus Christ, did I forget organising an entire event? I've not <laughs> had any food and I just had a
0: fucking full martini, alright? So, so, yeah, we're actually... We're old.
1: about to go straight into house party mode. So this is essentially us pre-gaming. Yeah, our pre-gaming. with Yeah, so we've got a bunch of guests...
0: In the other room, having to wait quietly until we finish podcasting because that's the kind people. of
1: obnoxious assholes that we are. Hey, like we've not had time to record one of these for like yeah. three months. We have to take we you make about, like, time where really we really can. Yeah, <laughs> pre-party, whatever. We will do
0: it. <laughs> oh well. Well, we hope to be back with you for something
1: a wee bit more interesting, or at least not so triggering for my fourteen-year-old self. Yes. Look, I definitely have a few shows in the pipeline that I want to watch. Also, really exciting, Jess and I are actually going to go to the WWE Super Showdown event in Melbourne at the MCG. We're so fucking excited. I am so excited. Because the Bella Twins are going to be there and they're going to be fighting with Ronda Rousey on their team against the Riot Squad and it's going to be fucking amazing. And if I meet any of them, I will ugly cry. That, like, that seriously is going to be like the best week of my life yes. because the Wednesday
0: prior to wrestling. I'm going to see fucking shit. My yes. sister got me shit to get both motherfuckers after this and I, fine. Can. Yeah, I can. Yeah, <laughs> fucking I don't even need to make it to 30 because yeah. after Your October was 6th, I
1: am sorted. So um, that's going to be super exciting and we'll probably fill you guys in on that because like, realistically we can't shut up about how much we still love Total Fucking Divas because it's amazing. so <laughs> Just watch it if you haven't. Yeah. What are you doing? Whatever you're doing now, <laughs> fucking stop it and go watch Total Divas. Yeah, don't watch 100% Hot or it's trash. Yeah, go watch Total Divas. <laughs> it's good trash. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if you have any other shows to recommend for us, feel free to email us at showgirlspodcast at gmail.com uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Podcasts. Don't forget
0: to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever kind of podcasting app you so choose to use. And with that, bye, Mum. Bye, Mum.